I mean, in two days, I had 30 applications where in the field, 30 applications was in five days. If, if that, that's six applications a day. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah that's I, a lot of driving. I, yeah. I was driving. That's what, that's the thing when you're doing like, when you're driving A to B um, and you have, you have to, you know, stop and take pisses and, and all that shit. I can stand right here and sell so much because I'm calling, no, schedule an appointment, whatever, click, keep going. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm so glad to be back today with an incredibly special guest, the one and only Johnny Brock. How you doing, Johnny? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. In honor of you being on the show today, I'm wearing a very special shirt, right? You can see it right here. The kicking ab shirt, man. In honor of Johnny Brock. I love when you start to bring this stuff out. I said, dude, that is catchy. That is catchy. And I want to run with this. So um, I'm so thankful that I got one of these shirts before you ran out. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. We're going to talk about some cool stuff today on the show. Heck yeah, we are. Do you, hold on. Let me get one thing across real quick. Okay. What are my limitations on cursing? <laughs> uh, well, there, there are none. No, there are okay, none. Okay, because I'm pretty bad. I, I had to say the same thing to Christian when I did his. I was like, hey, you shit and ass and all that's good around here. They, oh <laughs> yeah, we're, we're good, no, man. Hey, the kicking amps, man. I don't know. Um, I don't even remember who came up with it. I just know that I ran with it. I want to say, honestly, I want to say Justin's the one that said it the first time, but um, I think people still just give me credit for it because I ran with it. And yeah. Uh, kept kept it kept it rocking hey well i was the first medicare guru but your brother ran with it hey, hey, okay, hey. you get you, you, you could call him on that you call him on that you but there was medicare coach right yeah so but yeah but it's it's all good man like i said that's the name of the game you ran with it you got that you got the the saying to become popular so here it is man and that's why i guess that's why a lot of people are attributing it to you because you're the one who was running with it and repping it and doing a really good job with that yeah, the cool thing is, if I have it, look here. Let me turn this around real quick All right. so people can see. So I have this right here, which is my favorite saying. I think it's backwards. It says, discipline, willpower, intention, which mm -hmm. is supposed to be said, discipline will power your intention, right? Uh -huh. But I got my kick and apps logo right there. You I like that? it. So, <laughs> you got posters being made. Got posters of it. I'm going to get the, um, I'm going to have a, a podcast room in my house. My roommate's moving out. All right. Um, and I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a room, or his room. I'm gonna dedicate it to honestly, like podcast and studio type stuff. I've always kind of wanted to dabble in the podcast, like mixing, just being like, not ever. I, I always want to be busy, so I'm even considering like mixing music and making beats and stuff. Not that that's my thing, but but I, I, I I'm, it's never been my thing. But instead of watching freaking netflix like i could just go down there and make some music or something and sure man because ultimately it's a it's a creative outlet and that's one of the things that's why i do what i do um you know i don't i don't do these podcasts as a money maker i do it as a creative right. outlet because i like talking to people i'm an outgoing person and i love having great conversations i think i think i could definitely uh do a podcast and i guess it would be a kick and abs podcast so i i just don't know though because i don't want to be like if I'm doing a podcast, you know, and, and it, I guess you don't really, it, it, it's going to happen anyway, but I don't want it to be all about insurance. You know sure. what I mean? Like it, it's not, it's, it's it, at a certain point, it's like, you know, we want to be able to, if we're going to be doing a podcast, we want to be able to appeal to everybody, you know, mm -hmm. and take snippets of it and put it on, you know, whatever social media platform you're going to put it on, but you don't want to just be about insurance because not everybody's interested in that. But 
I mean, our audience and who we, you know, who we associate with is interested in it. Um, but even at a certain point, it's like, damn, you're still talking about insurance. Like, can we do something else? Can we talk about, you know, some cool shit? You know what I mean? Is that, like, is that how you get at the conferences? Or you just like, we still talk about insurance? Like, can we change the I subject? Do, now? I, I really do sometimes. Like, we got to go eat some lunch outside of this freaking Statler Hotel for a little bit and talk <laughs> about something else. Because this is crazy. It's information overload at the, at the conferences, man. You yeah, know, for sure. Medicare con and, um, and 8% is, I mean, they're, the crazy thing is they're really opposite ends of the spectrum, but they're both so important and key. Um, I think to the development of an agent and, and you as a person as well. And yeah. I think they're a perfect mixture. If you're in Medicare, you've got to be at Medicare con. If you're in the insurance industry period, you've got to be at 8%. Bottom so, line. so the first place I ever met you at was 8% nation in 2019. Yep. That's the first time I got to meet you and hang out with you, went out to eat with you guys a couple of times, got to have a great time and get to know Johnny. It was a lot of fun. So prior to that meeting, what were you up to in life before you got into the insurance space? Because I remember you telling me, and maybe tell the audience what you told me, that that, that conference where you got to meet these agents was the turning point for you. It was. It was a little bit of a turning point, um, mainly because of, you know, meeting people like you and Nick Micheletti um, and Ted Ray. That table, I don't I don't think I'll ever forget it. I mean, there's two people. No, it was me, you, Nick Micheletti, Ted Ray, Stephen and Justin. I think mm-hmm. that's it. I really do think that was it. There might be one other person there who did not make a good impression, clearly. But <laughs> but, uh, you know, we we, uh, we had a good time and, and I was the. I was kind of the odd guy out. I was, you know, working at, you know, in a, in a restaurant, flipping burgers, um, uh, you know, still engulfed in, in negative uh, people, negative, negative, had negative interactions, had negative influences. Mindset, negative influences. Yeah, that's definitely the, the word. So I, one thing that's, that's, you know, everybody knows this deep down, whether they talk about it or not, you are some of the five people you hang out with. Mm-hmm. It's not even, it's not even a, a, a question, right? So um that back then I was hanging out 2019 I was hanging out with people that were just straight up not not good for society not knew they weren't good for society but I just ignored it because I always had this thing where I was like I'm gonna be successful I'm gonna get my my shit together I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that and I always wanted to carry people with me like dude you're fucking cool you have a great potential good personality you're smart you're just put you're you're asserting yourself in the wrong way and I would always be like yo let's let's get our shit together and go on this right side of the track, you know? Yeah. And then I realized, you know, places like eight, 8% really ultimately kind of made me flip a switch, but it still took a couple more months of screwing off. Um, but uh, it, it was ultimately just the relationships that I built that made me want to get out of that and, and realize that, man, it's like you, <clears throat> there's just no reason to be hanging out with people that are, you know, having babies all over town that aren't taking care of the kids and, all they do is wake up every day at you know noon or after and they're they're high and drunk and selling drugs and doing all this. It's just it's just stupid. And there's a lot of people out there that are still, you know, engulfed in that in that lifestyle and it's just weird to me. But back then it wasn't. It was normal and I enjoyed it. But yeah. um, you know, it's uh I think everybody kind of gets to a point in their life where they're just like, I can't do this crap anymore. Um, but you realize that it's a lifestyle that isn't really going to be have long-term potential. 
it was it, it i knew i was either going to be dead or go to prison like that was not even a question that's why yeah. it's so weird and hard to think about because it's like you weren't even the same person like i'm, I'm the same person but like the decision making and and being um you know happy with what was going on at that particular time was you know ultimately people drowned drown reality out with drugs and 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 that life that nightlife of like living for the weekend and going out and partying or whatever like i can't even imagine going to we have this bar here named called steel's dive and you know multiple i mean there's a bunch of bars here that i used to go to that i never go to anymore because of that uh, i guess whatever you know i associated with that lifestyle that i used to live because yep. those were the bars that i went to so i don't even go to those bars now i just go to like places that i go with my brother and our team like i'm not if i don't if i go out it's with my team i'm not yeah. going out with i don't have friends that aren't involved with medicare gurus or body broke insurance i think until you step out of the until you step out and see the potential outside of where you're at a lot of times people don't realize how seductive that being if you're in the in the group of wrong people doing wrong things there's still a lot of seduction that's happening there that's keeping you there and, and preventing you from being able to move forward even though you know there's better things out there i mean you saw your brother you saw what he was doing and even in the midst of that you were still, you know, there's still a seduction of the lifestyle that you're living that caused you to not make that switch. But what is it then? So you went to, you went to 8%. You met all of us in 2019. You said that still spent a couple of months messing around. What is it that got Johnny to finally say, I'm, I'm done with this. Like it's time to get my, 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 you know, my feet on the ground and I want to start hustling. Um, the tower aspect of it. So we're building, you know, we, a rising tide raises all ships is what one thing that we say a lot around here. And the reason we say it is because we have this ultimate picture of a tower. Right. Mm -hmm. And it just got to the point where there's no way I was going to let my big bro who I always really wanted to work with. I always wanted to work with Justin in some way. Um, I was not, I was not going to let him, you know, tackle this without me. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't going to let Justin and Steven do it by themselves. Not like, Oh, they're not going to do it without me. Like, I'm not gonna let them, you know, face adversity and go through that shit without, you know, me back there to, to back them up and help them through it. You know what I mean? So ultimately it just came down to me wanting to be involved and, you know, uh, surrounding myself with people like you guys, man, that's, that's, I don't want to hang out. I'm going at the end of the month, I'm going to hang out with, with Lodi, Medicare, Bob, and a few others out there in Tampa. And, um, right now. Um, that's I'm not trying to I just don't want to be around people that aren't headed anywhere in life and I really want to get involved with you know for the next five or so years I want to sell a lot of insurance and train a lot of agents and you know bring a lot of people um, to the light so to speak and help them help them you know get to where they need to be um, but after you know at some point I want to you know be able to be involved with other sh other shit you <laughs> know other 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 uh, ventures and, and you know I want to be able to throw money here and let it grow and mm -hmm. throw money here and let it grow. Mm -hmm. uh, but ultimately the main focus is Medicare gurus and seeing what we can get into, because that is something that'll be generational. And, um, you know, it's something, my, it's my brother's baby. So we might as well, it's my, it's my baby too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm like my nephew, my niece, my nephew, yeah. niece, you know what I mean? So, um, but he built it. We're going to take it to the top. We're going to do it together. And the cool thing about it is, you know, with 8% and stuff like that is just, you know, 
we don't work together. I don't make any money off of Eric Fierro or anything like that, but I want Eric Fierro to succeed just as much as I want to succeed. And mm-hmm. I want everybody on my post the other day in, in Facebook, in the group talking about, um, you know, AEP around there's, it's around the corner. There's no, I want every single agent. If you're doing the right thing for the client, I want you to succeed. I want you to reach your goals. There's no reason for us to be tearing anybody's tower down. There's going to be 80 million Medicare beneficiaries by 2030. Guys, we got plenty of business. We need to lift each other up and encourage each one another to be, you know, the correct, do it the correct way and, and help the beneficiary have the best interest, have their best interest at heart. There's no reason to be competitive. Y'all aren't my competitors. You're not. I'm sorry, but you're just not. It's not like, you know, I'm, it's not like I call a client and they're like, oh, I'm going with Eric Fierro. <laughs> Hang up. Like, that doesn't happen. So why the hell am I competing with you guys? It's not. There's no point. At the end of the day, the, the most successful people that are also happy are the ones who adopt the mentality of understanding that there's an abundance of business out there for everybody. And if you can be happy for the successes of others, instead of jealous or condescending, or as you mentioned, trying to knock down their towers, um, you know, that that's just poisonous. So ultimately those who adopt that mentality of abundance and wanting to see others win and truly be happy for the successes. Those are the guys who end up being happy and successful together. I'm straight. So if you I, had I, dropping bombs thing, you could <laughs> drop some bombs right now. <laughs> oh man. Did you watch the, the episode? I watched half of it. I didn't, I, I, I was actually, I had to run to a, one of my kids practices. So I was watching it on the way there and then I had to go in and I haven't gone back to finish watching it. I wanted to get to the part where they started talking about Michelle Obama. Oh my God, dude, that was crazy. He wouldn't stop. He wouldn't stop bringing stuff up that I know. I was like, dude, I don't want to be talking about this. <laughs> Can we talk about like NGU or Medicare con or something? <laughs> Can we on? come back to insurance? I don't know that. I, yeah, know, I definitely yeah. don't want to. But when Bradley's uh, running the conversation, it's a little bit different. Yeah, bring it back. Bring, bring it, it back. back. So right now, then you're you're in the midst of it, right? You're in the middle of this game now where you're hustling hard. You're writing apps. You have a goal. This AEP where you want to hit 300 apps. Isn't that what you mentioned? 300 new MAPDs. So by the time October 21st rolls around, the goal is to have um, – I did the math. 53 days, 45 days, if 45 out of those 53 days, I work 10, 12 hour days. If I can average six to seven MAs a day, then I can, I can get it. So if I, if, if by October 21st, I'm done with my current book, then the rest is off to the races. And I think I'll be done with my current book by the, by the, 18th or something yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm ready i'm ready to go right now i am talking to a lot of agents and helping agents um you know prepare doing aep prep and and also getting people enrolled in our new platform yeah. so you know um there's a lot going on i've done a lot of um different stuff lately but i haven't been kicking apps as much unless you count those as apps i sold five <laughs> medicare con tickets earlier <laughs> i think that's just as good as apps if as not. revenue that's revenue <laughs> um, so yeah so, that works so we're doing that, but um, you know, I'm I told Justin earlier I'm itching to get back, you know, and you know, momentum is what what fucking Ryan Lodi talks about all the time. Momentum. Yeah, I've got to get that momentum back and start, you know, come September, you know, talking to my current book, letting them know, hey, it's crunch time, buckle down with me for a little bit. This is what's gonna happen. Be ready <laughs> and, yeah. and and get it knocked out. And then, like I said, it's off to the races a week or so after AEP starts. I'll be uh 
I'm going for you know seven a day. I should, I think if I had to put my money on it, I'd say I get three hundred fifteen. Oh, okay. That's it, three fifteen. Okay, awesome. Now, now with three fifteen that you're aiming for, how are those leads coming in? Like, how are you? What's your mix here uh, of how you're going to attain that goal? Because that's a that's a lofty goal to hit in that so forty five days. We have a lot of business over here. I'm blessed. I'm not in a situation like most people. I, I know because I'm around it what it takes to get to this point, which is years and years of branding. Um, but um, what was the question again? I was, uh, what are, what's the mix of leads and how you're getting how okay. you're going to hit that 300 apps? So right now I've been future pacing all year long. So I've got about 110 AEP callbacks to make starting in starting October. Really is when I'm going to call them. Because there are people that are that are juiced up and ready to go. There are people that I talked to that I couldn't help because I didn't have an enrollment period to take advantage of, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I get that taken care of, those 110 or so, then I'll transition to I, – I don't, I don't think I'll write – I think I'll be writing so much business that I won't get to everyone. Yeah. Like, that's not, like I'm – got to think about it. I'm, like I said, I'm blessed. I'm, I feel spoiled because um, – you know, I, I'm Justin. We're running these commercials now to where people are going to be. I think people are going to be calling in. I think we're going to have so many freaking leads. It's going to be stupid, which is why we want people to come out here and spend AEP with us. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think it's going to be an issue, bro. I really don't. I think I might. I don't know. I think I might get more than I'm even expecting because I just the, the amount of money that we spend on this stuff. You got direct mail that we've dropped, you know, I think 15,000 direct mail leads already. Um, the the te- what we're doing on the TV with like right after Joe Namath comes on mm-hmm. we're 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 doing the same damn thing we're just doing it local branded you know what yeah. I mean so um and then Memphis so Memphis is going to be calling in I mean I, I just don't see us we've got let's see one two three um four five six seven eight nine about we got about nine or ten agents that are going to be actively selling awesome. and last year we had think uh, about half of that and um you know we had so much business that the three field agents me nolan and gunter had to come in and 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 handle the overflow last year i think a total we had you know 3,500 applications or something i think this year we're gonna get 5,000 if not i mean I, yeah. if not more i mean it's it's just there's just so much out there that's why yeah. it's up. there's no reason to be competitive there's not it's not no reason yeah there's, there is there, there's so much out there so what would you say then in wrapping here? We're getting close to the end. What would you tell people then who maybe are listening that they're in a bad way? And it's like you said, you want to bring them to the light, you know, what's the best advice you can give them step one and step two to start going in the right direction. The First thing that you have to realize when you're about to go in the right direction is that before you can help anyone else, you have to help yourself. So don't think that you can help this person who you see potential in if they're still engulfed in something that's crappy and shitty and it's the wrong thing and you know it's the wrong thing. Get away from it. They'll come follow. They'll follow you. If they're if they're ever going to do anything, they're going to follow you after you prove yourself. Mm-hmm. And when I proved myself and I hit my goals and I was kicking ass or kicking apps, then Michael Penley, my best friend since for the past 10 years, he's making 10 K a month. Now um, nice. he was, he was making $13 an hour four or five months ago. Now he's making 10 K a month, writing annuities and shit. And uh, Jesse, who was working in a factory, 
you know, he's he's not as he's not he's not kicking in as quick as Mike, but he's getting there. He's he knows he's just not as motivated. Some people some people are unmotivatable. Uh, we're not paying him a salary. He's straight commission. He can do what he wants, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, people that you can get out of whatever lifestyle you're in, and there's there's a ton of ways. And ultimately, it boils down to realizing that you can't save people who don't want to be saved, and then getting around the right people. If you're gonna stay around losers you're going to be the fifth or sixth loser. You're going to be this, what is it, five? You are around five people that are losers. You're going to be the sixth loser. I guess. Bottom line. So get around, you know, if you're in a room with five losers, you're going to see six or whatever. I can't remember the damn saying, but it makes sense, you know. You, yeah. You're going to be the sixth loser. That's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't change your shit, you're going to be the sixth loser. That's it. You need to start surrounding yourself with those with those high high level thinkers, those guys who are really hustling, really wanting to achieve something, and and you surround yourself with those people who are making moves and doing the right thing. That's when your life's going to change, just by being around people like that. Yeah, if you see somebody in a in a position that you are like, all right, I'd like to get there, be around them as much as you possibly can. Yeah, like I. I don't care if you clean people's toilets. Like if let's say you have nobody, you have no friends, no family, nothing. And you're stuck, you're homeless, whatever situation you're in. And you go and tell, and you get as nice as you possibly can dress up as nice as you possibly can find the person that you think is the most successful person you can get around and tell them, look, I don't care what you need me to do. I won't ask for any money. I just want to see and be around you and watch you work. That's the type of shit that I believe that's the type of mentality that the most successful people in the world have, where if they were at the rock bottom, they would figure out a way to get in the room. You think Grant Cardone wouldn't figure out a way to get in the room if he was at the bottom. I mean, he's already, he's already proved it with that damn show. I mean, what do you, I don't know how I didn't watch it, but I mean, (laughs) I know it worked. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're, again, we're, we're ultimately in a relationship business and nobody gets to the top by themselves. Nobody. Nobody is self-made. Everybody always does it through relationships, through opportunities. And that's why it's so important that you surround yourself or get around people or get in the room with people who are doing big things. Because if you do that, that's can, that can very much be the, the deal that, that really gets you going into the right direction, just as it did with you when you went to 8% in 2019. I think that's where your roller coaster started, where you started really going on an upward trend and deciding that's, it's time. It's time for you to get on the right track. There, I think people need to realize that we're one relationship away. We're one relationship away from, from, you know, as corny as it sounds, changing your life because you're going to meet the right person and you're going to realize that, you know, that's who you need to be aiming to be like. And then you're going to continuously do the, take the steps that it takes to be there. It's a little bit of manifestation in with it, you know, like um, when you talk about, um, getting around the right people and making those changes and, and doing that. Like it, it is manifestation because at the same time that you are, you know, building those relationships and being the, those people, you know, building friendships or whatever it is, you're, you're manifesting your future by always seeing it and always talking about it and always like whatever you want to be in life, you can, you can do it. You can be whatever you want to be. Yeah, so, absolutely. We're, we're in a country where we're blessed to be able to do something like that. When we want, we could just decide, you know what, I'm going to change the trajectory of my life right here, right now, because I'm deciding to. And now it's time to put in the work to start making that happen. So I love seeing your story. I love seeing what you've done and where you're at. And I'm excited to see where you're going, man. So 
I really, uh, like I said, hats off to you. Really proud of you, man, because like I said, I got to see you from where you were going to where you are now. And it's such an awesome story. Appreciate it, man. I'm going to continue to impress you guys and do uh, bigger and better things. But the cool part of it is, I mean, we're all going to do it together, man. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not motivated to do this shit alone. What did Drake say? Trust me at the top. It isn't lonely because it's not because as, as you grow and as you get to the top, you're going to bring and people are going to join in with you. And you're going to be at the top with a bunch of fucking cool ass friends that have done it with you. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, do you ever watch Dave Pena? Pena? No. He's an asshole. Somebody watching, somebody watching this knows what I'm talking about. But he, you need to look at him. You, you're on TikTok, right? Yes. So go to go to search Dave Pena. Okay. He's a real asshole, but he's hey, he's kind of right. Oh, are you talking about that old man millionaire? You, you a billionaire. He's billionaire. Real, that's what I meant. Billionaire. Rich. Yeah. I think his name is Dan. Dan Pena. Dan Pena. Yeah. He's, yeah. Think, he's, okay. He's a real asshole, but he's he's right. I mean, he's. Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. Yes. It's just, it's the truth. I mean, I like watching because he's entertaining. I don't necessarily take what he says to heart because I think he's a little bit overboard. Like, dude, chill out. I get it. You're a super hardcore billionaire. If that's what it takes, I'm probably going to like, you know, have a lot more relaxed life than you because I do still like to chill and hang out. And nothing wrong with that. He's like, Warren Buffett doesn't chill. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't chill. (laughs) Like, okay, Dave, I get it. Or Dan, whatever. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) I think I, I'm not, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm definitely going to chill some, you know what yeah. I mean? Like people, I think people take it to the max a little bit. Um, one guy that I've mentioned already in this podcast and you had him on, I believe he talked about ginger shots. Yeah. I don't know why I did that. Ginger <laughs> shot. <laughs> Anyways. So that guy is super hardcore and dedicated and disciplined. That's not me. I mean, look, I'm, I want to, I want to get around the guy. I want to have a little bit more discipline. But I'm not fitting to, you know, wake up at four o'clock in the morning, go to the gym seven times a day and like, you know, run 12 face to face appointments from nine to nine. That's not going to be me. I'm not going to do all that. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to enjoy myself and I'm, I'm still going to get to the top. So, and you prefer you prefer telesales or face to face? Telesales all day. All day, baby. Love My it. My first AEP was was face to face. But dude, telesales. I will look. We're gonna compare. Last year it, it was my first one, but last year I had 157, my first AEP, and I had a pretty damn good first six weeks. The last week was more phone, more over the phone. Mm-hmm. I'd say my first six weeks I had. It seems like I had about a hundred, about a hundred or so applications, and I had like 57 the last week because I was handling an overflow. I had 24 in one day, in the off. I had 16 one day, then 24. Nothing like 12 and seven and eight or something like that. Like it went down the last day. But I mean, in two days, I had 30 applications where in the field, 30 applications was in five days. If, if that, that's six applications a day. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's a lot of driving. Yeah. I was driving. That's what, that's the thing. When you're doing like, when you're driving A to B um, and you have, you have to, you know, stop and take pisses and, and all that shit. I can stand right here and sell so much because i'm calling no schedule an appointment whatever click keep going you know what i mean like yeah i'm gonna say hey <laughs> oh you're on a, you're recording <laughs> <Pick it> up. <laughs> i'm representing i need a senior sales university shirt there you go <laughs> send, oh send one our I'll way you see you buddy so i'm the last one at the office there you go 
Well, that's a good, that's always a good step in the it's right a, direction. It's been a common trend lately and I enjoy it. Yeah. I get most of my stuff. I get a lot of stuff done when I'm here by myself, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, like I said, it, it's, it's, uh, it's been awesome to see your trajectory and I'm excited to see what you do this AEP. I'm excited to see what you do over the next few years. Cause I know I've been in the business long enough and I'm going to continue to be in it. Um, so I can't wait to see you, man. And I'll see you at Medicare con. I think this next place I'm going to see you. So we'll be there. I'll be speaking. And, uh, I don't know what I'm gonna talk about yet, but I always love going. So Dude, thanks so be- much for being here, man. Thanks so much for being on the show and talking about your story, man. Cause it's a really good story. Appreciate it. It's, I think people think it's good to me. It's like, eh, kind of, kind of boring, you know, like let's, let's spice it up a little bit. I mean, you know, I was a bum for a while and I stopped being a bum and now I'm making good money and I'm uh, helping people and helping agents and helping beneficiaries. And, you know, it, it, this life should be about what kind of value can we provide to people? If it's not, you're living the wrong life. That's what it is, man. It's about serving others. Thanks for having me, man. All right, man. Thanks so much. And everybody else, we'll see you on the next one. Talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for watching the podcast. If you like the content, please hit the like button, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That way you can get notified when more new content comes out. We'll see you on the next one.